This is the 200 Churches Podcast. My name is Jeff Cady. I am here uh, in a musicless, introless, uh, numberless, Johnnyless, Angelaless episode, all by myself, as befitting the week that we're in. We're in a crazy week. We're kind of in uncharted waters. And as, as I was looking at the news tonight, I'm in a I'm in a crazy week where I've got assignments due for my uh, pro, my course program that I'm that I'm working on. They're due on Sunday. Uh, two uh, deaths in our church this week with with funerals, um, uh, and I'm supposed to leave on Monday to fly to Charlottesville, Virginia, to visit my daughter. And everything's a little bit up in the air, you know, the whole travel thing and, and all. And 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 I'm sitting there tonight and I'm thinking, I, I, I need to talk to the pastors who are listeners. I need to talk to pastors because I just feel like we are in such a time and I just want to speak to you. I, I don't want to speak so much to, hey, I know what's going on and I can give you all this advice. I just want to talk to your heart, Pastor. Uh, I want to talk to you because I believe that God has positioned you in your church just for these kinds of times. You know, in local church ministry, you'll have you'll have several weeks that will go by. Everything will be quiet. You know, everybody's fine. Everybody's happy. You know, nobody's upset. There's no hospital visits. There's no crises. And you just like everything. And then you'll all of a sudden you'll get a week or two where, you know, two people will be in the hospital or you'll have a, a couple that is going through some marriage problems. They call you into it and somebody else needs a little bit of counsel. And then you've got something at the church that goes, you know, wrong with the facility. It just seems like everything comes at once. Well, you know, uh, for a lot of us, we've been in a, in a state for a while where everything's been pretty good, you know, you know, nationally. I mean, when is everything really ever pretty good nationally these days? What am I saying? But you know what I mean? You know, we can handle things. You know, the, the economy's been doing good. You know, we're a lot of us are, are, are doing okay and we're comfortable. And then all of a sudden, you know, you hit some kind of, oh, I don't know, like a pandemic or something, right? And, and it throws the country into a little bit of uh, freakish chaos where there's no, there's no bottled water in stores and there's no paper products and, you know, hand sanitizer, all this kind of stuff. I thought, I just want to speak to our pastors because we are, I mean, we are in uncharted waters right now in some pretty serious social and economic ways. And, and what's a pastor to do? Have you been thinking about that? What is a pastor to do? You know, you could go on the one side of it and you could say, oh, this is just overblown. The media is hyping this thing. And you could be, you know, have all these thoughts. Uh, or you could be on the other side of it and say, you know, we've got to cancel church this weekend. I'm not going to leave my house. You could be on either side of it. But I, as, as most things in life, I think the truth is often in the middle. But here's a truth that I want you to think about, a, a primary truth. You are a leader of your church. You are a shepherd of your people. And God has put you in your position of influence just for such a time as this. Pastors, this is our opportunity to lead. When other people are saying crazy things, I mean, uh, you you know what's going on. I mean, misinformation uh, is going to abound in the media, and it is. Many people are driven by fear. 
People who suffer with anxiety, they're going to be susceptible to increased anxiety. The economy is going to be impacted. It's being impacted. Various segments of the workforce will be affected, neg affected negatively. Um, you know, political leaders possess questionable judgment, and most will not be trusted. It's, I'm not passing judgment. It's just a statement of fact. Some people with few scruples, they're going to try to cash in on the situation and exploit the fearful for financial gain. And the poor may be affected more severely than those with means, as is usual the case. People's patterns of gathering is being forced to change uh, in, in many places, and this may likely affect churches and how we do ministry. Travel is being restricted in some places, and, and those places and areas could increase based on how the virus spreads. And those with compromised health and the elderly, we hear that they're most at risk. And decisions made by public leaders are going to be second-guessed by the public, right? Criticized. And, and so, so what is a pastor to do? We are in uncharted waters. I, I've got, I don't know, I think seven or eight things. Seven or eight things. Just things I, I'd love for you to think about. Number one, just recognize that you are a leader, you're a servant. You're a shepherd. You men and women who listen to this podcast, you are spiritual leaders. Hold on to that. Recognize that. You are in your role for such a time as this, and God has put you in your church. And the people that are in your local church, they're going to be impacted by your leadership one way or another. And some of us might be humble and think, oh, you know, we're just the pastor. We're just, you know, there for Sundays or whatever you may think. No, you're the pastor, and you will impact the people in your church, for better or worse, as they're looking through their, the lens of their life at what's going on in their culture, and many of them will become fearful and anxious. So recognize that you, you're a leader, you're a leader, you're a servant, you're a shepherd. Number two, trust God. Yes, I said it, trust God. You trust God first. Leaders go first, right? So many people are, they're building their stockpiles, and, and a lot of those people are putting their trust in their stockpiles, in stockpiling goods and supplies. And as a pastor, model your strong trust in God first. And it's not wrong to be prepared. I'm not criticizing that, but what I'm saying is don't trust in your preparations first. Trust in God first, and pastor, you as the leader and the shepherd, you model that first for your people. You point people to God first, and, and then however they want to prepare, that, that's fine, but our trust is in God, not in our money and not in my garage filled with toilet paper. P.S. It's not because this is a funny thing about me, but I usually have an Armageddon supply of toilet paper in the house anyway, because you just it's something you just never want to run out of. I don't think it's going to be in short supply. That's not why I do it. I just do it because I never want to run out of it. Just a weird quirk about me. But anyway, moving on. Number three, speak from a position of faith. If something is bad, don't sugarcoat it, but don't make it worse either. Speak the truth in faith. Don't spin situations as being better than they are. But don't pass along rumors 
uh, or conspiracy theories either. I mean, spin is the name of the game in the media, right? Every media outlet has an angle, and they're going to spin, you know, pro or con one way or another, for or against leaders, for or against positions, uh, you know, for or against opinions. Listen, you be the leader who doesn't do that. You be the leader that speaks the truth and that speaks from a position of faith. Number four. Listen, we need to ask God for wisdom. There very well may be wonderful opportunities coming our way to minister to our community. We need to be ready to act and to move in compassion and generosity. So ask God for wisdom, for wisdom as a leader, to say the right things, to encourage people, to uh, embolden their faith, and not to stoke their fears. So if anyone lacks wisdom, right, let him ask God. So ask God for wisdom. Number five, don't publicly criticize decisions made by other leaders and organizations as they decide how they respond to this pandemic. Be real, but be positive and point people to trust and faith in God and also wisdom and discernment in their choices of where to go, how to live, what to do, etc. And, and there's always, that's low-hanging fruit. There's always opportunity to criticize or second-guess what the governor decides, what the mayor decides, you know, what the president decides, what a school board decides, what a teacher decides. Hey, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's, let's be people who are seen as gracious, as encouraging, as affirming, with wisdom, with discernment, and not being critical and taking cheap shots at other people for the decisions they make. And let's, let's just leave that with God. Number six, we need to, as, as leaders, as pastors, we need to project calm and peace. You remember that phrase in Philippians, I think it's chapter four, and the God of peace shall be with you. We need to be people of peace, right? People of peace aren't agitators. They're not conspiracy theorists. They're not harangers about issues of the day. They're people who promote peace and the general well-being of the public, right? Let's be those kinds of leaders that project calm and peace. Number seven, think outside the box about ways your church can redirect ministry to meet people's needs. I mean, this will be this will be a great opportunity for churches to show people the love of Jesus, perhaps financially, maybe relationally, with our property and our resources and our giftedness. You know, tough times always provide great opportunities for the church to step into the gap, to step into the need, to step into the crisis. We don't, as leaders, we don't live for the calm, right? We live for the storm. And God gives us an opportunity to step up and to provide leadership and encouragement, to show compassion, uh, to provide wisdom and discernment, all those things, all those things. So think outside the box about ways your church can do things differently. Maybe the, maybe the people in your church, your volunteer leaders or maybe paid staff, maybe their roles are going to shift a little bit based on the needs in your specific community. 
Think outside the box. Be elastic. Be malleable. Be changeable here in how you think about it. Number eight, most of all, as a pastor and leader, pastors, oh, if you ever are going to do this, do this now. Rise to the occasion. Rise to the occasion. Don't join the bandwagon of naysayers and nail biters, right? Don't be a doomsdayer or a fear monger. Don't do that. God, God is not surprised or challenged by any of this. We can trust him, right? We can trust him. And if we let him, he's going to redeem this moment and allow us all as spiritual leaders to have greater opportunities to minister to people than ever before. You know, some people are are talking about this in relation to 9-11. Some are talking about it in relation to the, the Great uh, Recession. Some are going back to the Gulf War in the 90s. Uh, some may be going back farther than that. Hey, we have an opportunity to minister. We need to lead the way. We need to live the way. We need to show the way. And we need to point the way to the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. We need to point people to him. And people who follow Jesus and who love Jesus and who trust Jesus, they don't live in fear. They don't live in fear. They live in faith. Pastor, rise to the occasion. Be a stabilizing and calming presence. And then then be a catalytic leader who shows his or her church how to be salt and light in our community. Hey, this is the opportunity. This is it. We're going to have an opportunity. We have one, and we may have an increasing opportunity to be salt and light as churches in our community because, hey, it may get worse before it gets better, right? It may. But, hey, we were made for moments like this, Pastor. Let's seize the moment. Let's be the pastors God loves to empower, to lead his people into phenomenal kingdom impact. Pastor, I think this is it. I think this is one of those moments. I don't think it's the worst moment, all by far. I don't think it's going to become the worst moment, but I think this is one of those moments where we get the opportunity to step into a space that is not normally available to lead and to love people like never before and and our churches to lead and to love people. This is our chance. This is our opportunity. Let's not miss it. So, you guys, men and women, that's my thought just uh, on this Wednesday night uh, in March. That's it's my th- Those are my thoughts. That's my encouragement to you. Hey, it's great to be pastors. And as they say about ships, right, ships weren't built to sit in the harbor. They were built to sail the seas. We're sailing the seas, Pastor. Feel the wind in your, hair, in, your, in your hair. Feel the rain on your face. See the sun in the sky. And trust God to use you in great and awesome ways. Hey, I wish Johnny could be with me right now. It's late. I didn't even call him. I mean, it is almost midnight. I'm sure he's like a good pastor. He's asleep. But uh, on behalf of Johnny, uh, Angela, myself, we love you. We're praying for your ministries. We're proud of you. And we know you're going to provide great pastoral leadership in the days to come. And we'll catch you next time on the 200 Churches podcast.